I am master of my own destiny. You cannot fill a cup from an empty vessel. With awareness, rebellion is born. We are all perfectly flawed. It's the empowerment that shows us how to embrace that. Are you ready to embrace your flaws? Join us. There is a seat at our table. Hello, beautiful soul. How are you doing today? This is Terry, and together with Tammy and Lauren, we bring Perfectly Flawed to you. Come on in and take a seat at our table. So, I started, as I always do, with a card pull, but I want to tell you what we're talking about today, because it's kind of funny. We're talking about shift happens. <laughs> you know what it's supposed to sound like, and you know my mother would think that was hysterical. If you've listened to any of the other podcasts, you know what my mother would think about that. So, let's start off with the funnies, right? So, I did pull a, a card, and then we'll get into it's actually a book that I'm talking about. Um, and it's written by Robert Holden, PhD, because you all know I am not a professional, I am not a therapist, neither is Lauren, neither is Tammy. We just come on here to share our life experiences with you and hope that you'll have some shift happen. So, for our card, we, I use the Goddess Guidance Cards by Doreen Virtue, which you guys know I love. And I got for us, Diana, Focused Intention. Keep your unwavering thoughts, feelings, and actions focused on your target and you will make your mark. Wow, that one hit hard for me and I needed to hear that. So how about you? What is that? What does that feel like to you? What do you get from that card? Part of what I do is I read these cards intuitively when I'm on Facebook. Um, I give you a chance to come on so that we, I can read a card for you. And it's been really fun. And sometimes it's for me, sometimes it's for you, and sometimes it's for both of us. So right now, this is for anybody listening. Tenacity means sticking to a decision and not allowing outside forces to sway you. Imagine yourself to be like a mighty oak tree with your roots deeply planted into Mother Earth. Feel your solid strength and steady upward growth. Know that no matter what happens, you will succeed. Your branches may twist and turn as you flex toward the light, yet your unwavering intentions will ensure that no faint wind will sway you from your mission. Be in charge of your body, your schedule, and your mind, and keep them fo focused upon your target. Various meanings of this card. Stay positive. And you know we love to stay positive here. Know what your priorities are and take action on them. Take control of your schedule. Release all doubts. Avoid naysayers and skeptics. About Diana. I love reading about what they stand for or where they came from. This Roman moon goddess carries the silver bow and arrow given to her in childhood by her father, Jupiter. Because her mother bore Diana and her twin brother painlessly, Diana is associated with healthy childbirth. Diana loves to spend time out in nature and is particularly fond of oak trees and watching over wild animals. You can call upon her to help you with animals, painless childbirth, and connecting with nature and the elementals. So that's our card for today. 
which is really very interesting because I wanted to talk to you guys. The last interview, Tammy interviewed me about um, my having become a minister. And I'm still in the very early stages and figuring out what having become a minister means for and to me. Um, And so it's just a very new path for me. I am non-denominational and Basically, I call myself a non-denominational online minister because I did not go through seminary school, Um, just like I did not go through school to become a medical doctor or a PhD, psychiatrist, psychologist. I'm just here sharing my life stories. Lauren and Tammy and I share what we've experienced so that maybe you can get something out of it or maybe you can send us a message and say, hey, I've got the solution for you because who knows, maybe you have the solution for us instead of us having the solution for you. And that's what we're here for, to share our empowered messages and our voices. So I wanted to, I'm going to start reading part of this book on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on my Facebook page, Terry Tomasetti. Um, And I'm going to start reading parts of this book because I think this is really, really important to the prayer circle that I do on Sundays. And people starting to get together and realize what we need to do, what we need to see. So the book is called Shift Happens, which all you, you, if you, if you know some of my previous in um descriptions of my mother or if you knew my mother you'll know why that's really funny and it's written by Robert Holden PhD and wow i am not even a quarter into this book and it's already amazing so one of the titles that i want to read to you from is that which suffers is not you and i'm going to read you just part of what um what i'm seeing in here so that you'll know um oh shoot that's so funny i had not planned to use that which suffers is not you but maybe it's really important i was going to do there is nothing wrong with you and um, so I think that we're going to read part of that which suffers is not you because I feel like it's a universal message and a lot of times when we think of a minister or when we go to a minister or a priest or someone like that we are going to someone because we have something going on inside and we need help um, or we need comfort so I think we're going to dig into this particular, yeah, we're going to dig into this chapter and I want to see what y'all think. I have watched both my parents suffer great pain. My father drank himself to death. For 10 years, he lived homeless on the streets. My mother has suffered deep depression. Twice she has tried to kill herself. I too know what it is, what it is to want to die. Everyone alive has been tempted to die at some very low point in life. Isn't that the truth? I have been there, but I found positivity was the light that I needed. And no matter where I had to find it, if I kept looking for more, I would find more and more and more. So please reach out. 
You know what it is to suffer. I do not need to meet you to know that. You have felt like two-thirds of a Rice Krispie. You've snacked, you've crackled, and you are about to pop. You have felt pain. You have made mistakes. You have experienced failure. You have had illnesses. You have had a dark night of the ego. These experiences are like nightmares, bad nightmares, but they are not your identity. They are not who you are or what you are. To think this would be a gross act of self-denial. To remain true to your unconditioned self, you must distinguish between experiences and identity. For instance, can you see the difference between saying, I experienced failure and I am a failure? Or between saying, I made a mistake and I'm stupid? Certain Buddhist teachers would counsel you to say, I am with fear instead of I am afraid. Why? Because you are not your suffering. So I'm not going to read you the whole part of the book because I think that it would be great if you went out and got a copy of this book so that we could cover it together. And I, I bet you this amazing PhD would love that. So I'm going to read you something else um, that he wrote. I have a card I sometimes give to my clients to help them remember that you are not your suffering. It reads, I am not an illness. My symptoms are not who I am. No single failure is my entire biography. Mistakes are moments, not nameplates. Pain is an experience, not an identity. That which suffers is not me. Thoughts are just thoughts. Fears are just fears. Pain is transient. The past is over. Wholeness. Whatever you identify with, you attract more of. <clears throat> wow. So there's so much greatness in here. So, so, so much great. So many great words. So I'm, I'm going to say, get the book. Get the book and come join me on Sundays when I read part of this book because I want more people to order this book. This is just amazing. It shows you the negative and the positive. And let's face it, although you hear me saying it all the time, you hear Tammy and Lauren saying it all the time, you have to remain positive. You've got to look for the positive. You've got to find the glass refillable. And so as I'm, I'm reading this, I'm realizing how much, what a wealth of information is in here in so many books that I've been inspired to read myself um, that I just, well, hey, some, at some point I'm going to be inspired to write one. The reason I really wanted to share this with you is because of our last podcast about um, about me being a minister and about my struggle with God and what to call God or the universe or, um, what I'm doing, you know, what, what, where I'm going, what I'm doing with my life. And I realized that another book, The Spiritual Entrepreneur, started all this in such an amazing way. And it just, I was listening to a podcast from an amazing woman, Emily Ahrens, and 
Um, I can't remember who the guest was, but they were talking about how um, this woman is able to create a new reality. And it's not just her, it's all of us. We have the ability to change what we are experiencing, to change what we are going through. I came from those deep, dark, depression, desperate days. I have been there. So I understand how far you have to drop before you start rising, before you go through even more stuff to realize that you can deal with it, that you are not your suffering, that these things are going to happen, but you have to deal with them, look at the lesson, find a blessing in it, and move on through the pain and just embrace your amazing life. Because you know what? We're all dying. We're all dying. Whether you have a disease or you don't, we are all dying because someday we are going to die. But does that mean we should not live? Absolutely not. It means we should live even more. We should spend every second of every day living our lives instead of worrying about death and despair and all of the pain that's out there. We need to reach out for joy. We need to reach out for love. We need to reach out for people and say, I love you. I understand you. I'm here for you. We need to reach our children because if we can reach our children, we're not going to be worried about what's going on in the world and the pain and the suffering because there won't be that kind of thing going on. Because we will reach to each other and say, brother, sister, I am here for you. I'm here to help you heal. I am here for you. You don't have to go find someone. I am here for you. No, I'm not a professional. But I am your sister, your friend, your mother, your daughter, your cousin. Whatever it is. We are in this together. And we need We need, this is the minister in me coming out, we need to turn this world around. We need to turn life around. We need to spread more love. We need to stop judging. We need to start loving. So one of the things I thought was also really, really amazing in this book, because like I said, God and I had issues. We had to have a talk and we had to really come to terms and realize that it's not God. It's me. It's us. We are the eternal light. We are a part of God. We are God. We are the universe. We are spirit. We are source. Whatever you want to call it, we are that. We are not looking to that and that is why we are judging ourselves. And we need to stop because we are doing the best we can in the situation we are in without all of the other experiences, with all of the other worldliness, shall we call it. But I thought this was amazing. God does not believe in atheists. So um, it was, it, it, he was speaking to a man named Peter. I'm going to just start part part of the way through it. Peter's voice was full of emotion when he said, I am in a hole, a big hole. I have tried everything I know, but I just can't think my way out. Peter and I talked for an hour. 
It was clear he was exhausted, confused, and close to burnout. All his life, Peter had worked hard, and now disillusionment with work was hitting him hard. He described his symptoms as feeling empty, nothing to give, massive self-destruction, very tearful, uninspired, feeling stuck, and no energy. Intuitively, I felt Peter was ready for a breakthrough. I'm down on my knees, Peter said. Hearing these words gave me a really crazy idea. Peter, let's pray, I said. Imagine a psychiatrist and a psychotherapist praying on the telephone. Together we gave God our lives and our work, and we prayed for fresh inspiration, insight, and goddess and guidance. Or goddess. It doesn't matter if you call it God or goddess. He doesn't believe in atheists. Neither do I. Together we gave God our lives, our work. We prayed for fresh inspiration, insight, and guidance. It was a precious moment. Two days later, I received a thank you note from Peter, and the P.S. read, God works in mysterious ways. Now here's a really important thing I want you guys to listen to. This is so important for you and for me. There is a shift taking place in psychology today. Traditionally, the psychology profession has been suspicious of anything it cannot measure, analyze, or define, as is my other favorite topic, the medical profession. God being immeasurable was kicked out of the laboratory, laboratory for not being small enough. Psychology then tried to take the place of God without success. Today, a new generation of psychologists is open to exploring and reintegrating the spiritual in healing. And I believe myself, this isn't the book, this is me speaking in. And I will read you a little bit more of this, this excerpt here, but I believe that not only are psychologists taking a different route, I believe coaches are becoming the wave of the future because as coaches, we can help each other through our life experiences because a lot of times, I always, I've heard many times it said a doctor should have to go through every procedure they're going to perform because how can you know if you haven't experienced? How can you know what recovering from a hysterectomy is going to look like if you've never had a uterus or recovered from a hysterectomy? I have, by the way. So, life, I can tell you about my life healing if you've never been an addict addicted to opiates, how can you tell someone how to heal from an addiction to opiates? I've been an addict, an addict. I am a recovered addict of opiates. Wow. How profound that there are people out there who have lived the life that you are going through right now and trying to change, escape, alter in some way. Doesn't have to be with one of those things I'm just pointing out the benefit of a coach. And then your energy changes and your health changes because all of a sudden, you know you have to have a dance party at least once a week. Only I have it at least three or four times a week. I just only show it online once a week sometimes. But you find a joy in life. And that, my friends, is why I became a minister. 
because I want to find joy in life and joy in death because there is joy in death. People have moved on. It is a sad occasion. It happens. However, imagine the great things about it. They're no longer in whatever pain they were in. They are now experiencing life like you've never experienced it before or the afterlife or death, whatever you want to call it. They're experiencing something new. And just maybe so are you because they're right there showing you how to experiencing, how to experience it too. I mean, they are right there. They are ready to show you what needs to be shown. So let me just read a little bit more of this book and I really, really, really encourage you to buy Shift Happens, How to Live an Inspired Life Starting Right Now by Robert Holden, PhD. And I make no money on this. I just found this book in a used bookstore and I think it's an amazing book, just like the book that got me started, Spiritual Entrepreneur by Robert Morgan, which I don't get any money from. It's no longer available, but they are amazing books, and you should read amazing books. A similar shift is taking place in society, too. Conversations about God are cool again, which reminds me of a show we were watching, which is fun as a family. People are less afraid to explore God in an open, mature, and non-dogmatic way. Spirituality is important to people. Everyday people are straying away from from the church and going back to God, said Lenny Bruce. This is true, but churches are also changing. A new generation of ministers wants less churchianity and more Christianity less religiosity and more spirituality, less preaching and more, wait for it, more direct experience, more hearing about the lives of the people standing up there, not reading to you from a Bible that they've never experienced from before, but maybe reading from the Bible and saying, oh, and this relates to my life in this way. Let me share with you. The best sermon I ever heard was by Steve Youngkite, and it was about his Christmas experience, his totally humbling Christmas experience. So for that, you have to check out the FCCOL website, and I will try to put that in the, um, in the comments as well as the name of the book, because I want you guys to get in there and check that out and see what you think. And... I want to start having conversations. So I'm going to be bringing this onto the Sunday Lives on my Facebook page. And I'm going to start some discussions over on Insta, wherever we, wherever you find me or us. And we're going to start some other amazing interviews with amazing people. Um, Tammy has a couple of To Die For authors um, coming on, planned. We have planned opportunities for so many people to come on and share their visions. So if you want to hear more about this book, you're going to have to jump over on Facebook Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Terry Tomasetti's um, prayer circle, meditation circle, and a little book excerpt on that day. So go out there and get yourself a copy of that book. We'll have the information in the show notes. And as always, we thank you for taking a seat 
at our table. Talk to you next time. Have a great night, beautiful souls. Thank you so much for gracing our table with your presence today. Please don't forget to share this with your friends, family, and loved ones if you feel it will resonate with them. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram and follow for updates on the next episode posting. Check out the show notes to find out what our handles are. Have a great day.